Listen, all you New Yorkers. You Taxi. Okay, we're looking around. This is the 77 WABC minicast. Well, what's going on with AM radio? Six months ago, there was a lot of talk about it. Six months ago, they, were, they said that uh, they're going to discontinue uh, AM radios in many, many, many cars. And I said to people, that's because they only want to charge you. They want to charge you in 1999 for an electronic connection. With us today is Curtis Legat, and he is the president and CEO of the National Association of Broadcasters. Curtis, tell us, give us an update. What the heck is going on? Well, John, thank you for having me on. And, and let me just say thank you. Uh, thanks to you and your listeners and, and listeners around the country. Washington, D.C. is now well aware uh, of what these automakers have in mind when it comes to AM radio and the risk that it will be removed from the automobile. And so as a result of that, uh, over that last six months, more than 400,000 listeners across the country have reached out to their lawmaker uh, expressing concerns uh, over the removal of AM radio from the automobile uh, and asking them to take steps to preserve it. There's now legislation both in the House and the Senate to do just that, to require these automakers to enable access to AM radio in every newly manufactured vehicle, purely bipartisan, more than 240 co-sponsors between the House and the Senate. And we see real traction and prospects for passage of this bill into law this year. Well, I, I look forward to it because uh, FEMA uh, doesn't want it to happen because it's part of our national defense system. And uh, uh, it, it comes down to two reasons. Either we're, we're like it's been happening in our uh, country the last year, a couple of years, it's we're knocking down our defense, knocking down our, uh, and maybe they, the, the order just want to do it electronically to charge everybody $19.99 for, for a uh, radio connection. Uh, which part of that do you think is true? Or maybe both? Well, what, what I certainly think is true is that the automakers uh, and the tech companies are interested in, in charging consumers for every bit of media access that takes place in the automobile, whether that's subscription services or data plans. They want to own every bit of the commerce going on in the automobile. And today, AM and FM radio sit outside of this. We're available completely free to listeners across the country. And, and I think that that is what's really driving this, is you remove radio from the car and everything else is something they can make money off of. Uh, absolutely correct. Uh, and it, it happened to, to go along with the electric car movement which seems like it's falling apart now. Uh, you have an opinion on that? I, th I think attaching this to uh, EVs uh, has been a bit of a ruse on the part of the automakers. Um, they have suggested that electric vehicles pose some interference to AM radio. That can be easily resolved through some extra uh, wire casing. Very, very low cost. We have uh, provided the automakers with all of that information on how to resolve those concerns, uh, yet they continue to cite that as the principal reason to phase out AM radio. So my view is they're not actually interested in resolving that concern. They've got uh, business reasons 
uh, to want to direct consumers to other forms of media in the automobile. And what we're asking is that the automakers put public safety, as you just put it, and our national security uh, above their bottom lines. I agree very much on that. Uh, in addition, uh, would you keep our listeners, uh, we have many, many listeners, and uh, would you keep our listeners uh, uh, informed on any particular Congress people that are not cooperating or any particular senators that are not cooperating? Certainly. Well, the bill, the, the Senate bill has has now passed out of the Senate Commerce Committee. And, and just to step back for a moment, it's it's truly remarkable because this is one of the few inc- entirely bipartisan leg- pieces of legislation in Washington, D.C. right now. This bill is co-sponsored by Ted Cruz and Elizabeth Warren and Ed Markey. You are not going to find a piece of legislation with that coalition of lawmakers. And there may be some different motivations depending on which side of the aisle you're coming from, but I think it all is underscored by this uh, importance of radio in times of emergency. Uh, the fact that you know, we, are, we, we, we are a fun medium where a lawmaker can go on uh, and, and have access to the 82 million Americans that tune in completely free in communities across the country. And there's the diversity of voices on the AM dial that don't exist anywhere else. In terms of the lawmakers, so the bill passed out of the Senate Commerce Committee. It was actually brought to uh, the, the Senate floor and Rand Paul, the Republican senator from Kentucky, uh, objected to the bill moving unanimously through the United States Senate. So he is certainly someone that I know listeners in Kentucky have already engaged and, and let him know their concerns. Uh, we are certainly working with his office to try to resolve those concerns. Um, certainly Senator Martin Heinrich, Democrat from New Mexico, has has really uh, been a leading voice for the automakers on this. And and so I think the most important thing that we can do, though, is remind our champions, and, and Senator Ted Cruz has been incredible here, uh, of the importance of this legislation. And then our, our, our friends, the, the Republican leadership in the House of Representatives, um, the, the chair of the Energy and Commerce Committee is Kathy McMorris-Rogers, uh, she is a uh, Republican lawmaker from Washington. I, I, she, she certainly supports our medium here. We'd like to see that committee prioritize this issue in the House. So I think engagements uh, with those lawmakers would be really, really important. There is a page, a landing page on the Internet that all of your listeners can go to if they'd like inf- more information on this. It's dependonam.com. And it provides further information on the issue, as well as the ability to take action and do outreach either through email or through social media uh, to the lawmaker in the district where your listeners reside. Depend on am.com. And uh, Rand Paul is a good friend, and uh, I am surprised at him. And uh, I think the one time he told me it's not that he's against AM radio, he doesn't think it. It, it should be regulated by his committee or something like that. Was that his reason? That's exactly right. Uh, Senator Paul is, is a great supporter of AM radio. Uh, he just has concerns about uh, government over. 
speech in a lot of different areas of the economy, which I think that you can appreciate. What we have tried to convey to him is this isn't about government telling any one industry what it should or shouldn't do. This is a matter of public safety. Uh, this is not AM radio is not some new technology that we're asking to have shoved down people's throats. Uh, but we are saying that in a time of emergency, when other forms of communication go down, every American deserves access uh, to our free lifeline. And the fact of the matter is these emergency alerts that are disseminated from the federal government, they originate on 72 AM stations across the country before they then disseminate across the rest of the broadcast ecosystem. So it's tremendously important. Well, Curtis Legat, we'll, we'll call you again in a couple months or a month or so and uh, find out uh, anything new, but keep us informed if there's uh, anything sooner. We will, we will certainly do that, John. I really appreciate you and your listeners' attention of this issue. Thank you so much, and we'll catch up again soon. Thank you.